with Adam and Jay. Hey, peaches! Welcome to Fix It, where friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you're our listener. Well, hey there, listeners. Ho there, listeners. Oh, it's Mew Mew, listeners. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mew I, Mew. As much as... Mm, it's so funny to me how often people are like, man, Thor's funny now. That was great. And I was like, I mean... They were they were little tiny pocket moments, mm-hmm. but those movies when they were funny were really funny. Yes, we all still call Muljilner Mew 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 Mew. Absolutely, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. Welcome to Fix It. Hey everybody, uh, I am Jay. That's Adam. Hello. Uh, you may know us uh, from the wildly popular, the convergence of all reaction content on the internet previewed. <laughs> Uh, you may also know us uh, from, you know, your your new. We were your paper boys when you were you, when you were kids. Yeah, we were delivered we had a route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we delivered your newspapers. Were you ever a paper boy? Uh, no, no. I was for a hot second. They we didn't have paper boys. Uh, we had really. It was a high school high schooler job. Oh, okay. We had there was like our newspapers got delivered by like teen, groups of teens who would like get up at like four o'clock in the morning and like hop into uh-huh. whatever car and then like get it done. Like we yeah we didn't have paperboy like proper because I, I I had some friends who were they worked for the newspaper and they would deliver papers and they would always be like they would always be at like I've been at school since six and I was like what's wrong with you like I delivered the papers baby. And I'm like, what but they also made cash. Did they really? They made money. Oh, that's oh, yeah. good. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. Oof. Were you ever a paper boy? A little bit, yeah. Really? Yeah. Not really? a not a not a get up early paper boy. Ah, it was more like just a, a just a lay, layabout. But yes, you'll get your papers when you get them. Well, it was more of a it was a, commu- <laughs> a community paper. But it didn't need to be delivered uh, in the morning. So it's a lot chiller. It's just yeah. kind of like, look, it's a community paper. Like it's it's mostly it's mostly just us posting the the hour the pool hours. Yeah, enjoy your Berg Center. Uh, what was it, uh, the connection? I believe it was. Yeah. There you go. Hey, you guys want to join the kickball league? There There's going to be a Pinewood Derby race and a chili cookoff. That's about it. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, that's oh, we're, right. We're getting to Thor, yes. Uh, this is our podcast, Fix It, <laughs> where every week Adam and I take a piece of pop culture that maybe missed the mark, maybe didn't quite get there, maybe just wasn't worthy to pick up the hammer, and we fix it. And today we're going to be fixing uh, the second Thor movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Thor The Dark World. Nah. You know how much the Dark World concept played into the overall storyline of this movie? You know how much time he spent on the Dark World? It maybe I think it was like three and a half minutes. Somebody the opening. Timed it. There was a fight scene. There's and the that's scene it. where they like, bet- where like they trick, they trick the bad guy. Yeah. But then he bails, and I was like, yeah. they've been there for a minute and a half. This whole movie's called the Dark World, and we're like, not even. It's not even a part of what's going on. Wow, wow, it really? Because isn't. he tries to control the convergence from Earth, so it's not even like we're. It's their, their Dark World doesn't matter. And I know they're trying to create the Dark Worlds, but then it should be the Dark Worlds, plural. Huh. I just don't. Un- I, yes. Uh, well. Hmm. <laughs> We're fixing th- we're fixing Thor two baby. Um, 
uh, <laughs> I just can I I watch this with the Discord. Yeah. If you haven't joined uh, the preview Discord, this is the perfect opportunity to do so. Things are happening um, over there right now. It really is a fun time to be on the Discord. It is. Lots of things um, are happening. Yeah, it's been great. Um, every Wednesday night, uh, I watch along with the Peaches, whatever we're watching that week, and, and they've been growing, and it's been really fun. I mean, they're obviously more attended when it's something you know streaming it's available on, everywhere. Or when it's on Disney Plus, like this, not you know, mm-hmm. and I don't mm-hmm. have to be like, please rent Pacific <laughs> Rim too. Please, I'm so sorry. I have to watch it. I don't want to do it alone. <laughs> Yeah, can I? It, I will say the watch longs keep me honest. That's true because I have to watch it. Yeah, knowing me and knowing putting out a podcast every week, which wow. I know, I know, sounds like a these content creators are so. But it's more. It's it is. It's Jay. As soon as we're done with this, I'm instantly going to start thinking about our next episode. Well, it, because I yeah. have to start like researching a little bit, thinking about what's going on. Okay, what happened in the movie? But I know it just—I just sound lame. It sounds lame complaining about it because we, you know, we are living our dreams. And we are absolutely living the dream. But there is, <laughs> but there is a little, there is a lot, there's a little behind the scenes. And work we that also goes into haven't this. missed an episode. We've made an episode every week for we like have. a year and some change. Yeah. Anyways, um, so but but, but if some I, of these movies are real but stinkers, if I didn't yes. watch a lot yeah. with the Discord, yeah. there would be some that I'd try to sneak by having not watched. I was it. like, wait a second. <laughs> Did you just early read on, this on early on, there were there were some where I was like, "Yeah, I totally watched it." No, <gasps> I know me. You, look, this shouldn't come as a surprise to you in any capacity. Um, but uh, yeah, it was really fun. If you want to come join the watch along, definitely come watch along. But uh, I was ready when we. I was even telling Discord at this time. I was like, "I am ready to enjoy this movie." I am coming with an attitude of like, "I remember not liking this movie, but maybe it's been some time." Yeah. And we have the grand scope of everything, mm-hmm. and from I can kind of like take a step back and see it in the shape of the whole MCU writ large, mm-hmm. and I can enjoy this movie. It did not pan out that way oh no it didn't it if anything it 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 frustrated me more oh wow really yes oh uh because there are there are a lot of flashbacks to this movie from thor for from a thor perspective yeah, from endgame yeah in endgame and i was like oh yeah they brought in friga and then fridged her they they really and and Endgame really tried to like also lean into like you had a special relationship with your mom. I'm like that's funny. I don't remember her from the first movie basically at all. <laughs> she, that's funny. She was there in the beginning and wow. the end. And if anything, I walked away from this movie uh, feeling more for Loki and his relationship to his mother because that got more screen time than Thor and his mom. Hmm. You don't say. Yeah. Huh. Is that? I'm assuming that's a large part of your fix today. Maybe everyone um, who's listening has no idea what my face is right now, but maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, but before we get into the nitty gritty of Thor: The Dark World, uh, we're moving into my absolute favorite. It's segment, his favorite. My favorite segment of all time. Don't the ask him to segment. choose. The Don't ask him segment. to choose. Um, <laughs> uh, we like to call it roll for convo. For Convo! And it is a segment every week where Adam and I roll a dice, and our producer Brian, whom we absolutely adore... Hate. What? See, I was, I was going to do something different with the... Because this t- usually is like, ah, Brian, we got your back, your knees are numbered. Like, I was didn't do the app, you know, the subtle... I was I was trying I was changing the bit slightly. No 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 no. I was ready to play ball with you. Oh, you just pulled the ripcord. 
immediately. Dude, you, you gave me a look <laughs> like I know. Wait, you hate Brian? It, it's almost No, you you dude, I know. no, you gave me the look like wait I a was processing oh, okay. and I was figuring out how I was going to play along. And then you went, nope. Yeah. Wait, is, is I, Jay, he's best friend number one, and I'm two. And you gave me a oh, look man. like, you went, what did nope. you just say? Oh, my God. And I was like, I Whoa. will say. Because there's sometimes where my intentions are good, but sometimes I catch you sideways. It's, it's, it is a byproduct of my genius, Slashy, and that I'm normally so quick and fast. Yes. Um, and so when I take just a beat, people have a tendency to panic. <laughs> yes, because you're such a pure soul, Jay, that yes, when you give me a look like, oh, no, I actually wounded him. Uh Oh, <laughs> yeah. But then I was going to, you know, I was going to I was going to go. I was going to play. Oh, OK, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. This, now this is the bit. Uh, our producer, Brian, has given us uh, 20 topics of conversation. Uh, but I don't think we're going to roll the dice. I think we're just going to deep dive into why Adam hates Brian so much. <laughs> Because he's ahead of me in line, Jay. I get it. I get it. Like, look, he got there first. I don't know what to tell you. That's how lines work. I understand. Yeah. It's, you know, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. All right. I'm going to roll this dice. We're going to pick what we're talking about at the top of the show. What are we talking about? That is a gentleman's eight. Okay. Also, isn't it fun that bonus action's out and I I make bonus action references that nobody was getting before and now the people will understand them? Yes. That's fun. It's also, I have to, I mean, since the whole first volume's done, and I have the whole first volume in my head, I need to make sure, like, I don't reference something that people haven't seen yet. Well, that's... like, it's all in my head right now. That's been happening with the strike, because, like, yesterday we were, we were recording Rebels, and I was like, did we make this joke during this show? Because, or is it a show that's not out yet? Because yeah. I don't know what to call back to right now, and I'm feeling kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Number eight. What's the most New York experience you've had while living here? I can I let me add can I add a caveat to this question? Oh, and uh, oh, you know what? Brian already did it. God damn you, Brian. I'm gonna kill you. No, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> you you define the New York experience because I was gonna say, I think you know, maybe we can do a good and a bad. Brian already out thought me, already out thought me. Um, good, good and bad version, the good version of the New York and the bad version of the New York. I Okay. There was two. One, I was almost peed on three times on one subway trip. What? Through the city. Yes. Okay. I think it was with Amanda. We were coming back from something, and there were three different instances where on the platform of going from one, you know, like especially in like Times Square, where I had to go down to another level to go walk to the A. Yeah. Was like, oh, there was somebody who was just peeing on the platform and like peeing off into the the staircase and I'm like, oh boy, I just dodged that stream. Like, and there are three other places where people were urinating that I almost got caught multiple times. Huh. And it's like, well, this is New York. Yeah. And, but the top spot of horrible, at least for me, subway experiences that I've ever had on the city was uh, with our friend Kevin. And we were coming back from, I think a show and we got on a C train, and there was a guy on this in this car who was just had some type of skin condition and was just itching and uh. was like aerosoling his skin, and it, everyone was Aerosolizing? like aerosolizing. Yeah, just I mean he was just scratching. No, 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 his, no, yeah, just, just like I was like, is, is that the term? Like I like maybe, but just everything was just kind of like not 
There's this floating certain like everyone was like to this to as oh, yeah. far away as possible. I'm out. Not and, breathing in your like, skin, dude. It, itchy skin is like one of those yeah, things. It's like no, thank no, you. No. I'm getting itchy just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm starting Please to get no. a little weird. Please no, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, uh, per. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. What about your? What about? Your I'm gonna think about here? my good one. You go. For, um, my uh, well, this wasn't. Uh, my my rule of thumb is like you know you're I, I think you are a New Yorker when you weep in public and you don't care for the first time. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. I had that. Yeah, my truth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you just like really like you you are just like you have a real human moment like on the phone or something or something happens and like you're on the subway or like you're walking down the street and you're just like I'm crying because this is what's happening and I don't care that everyone can see me. Like you, that's a, like a full embracing of the fact that like you're very rarely alone in New York. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a lot of solitude. That's part of what gives the city its energy, but it's also can be exhausting at times. Yeah. Um, I you know I love living in New York. Uh, but I will be honest with you. I'm, uh, we're, uh Kimberly and I are going to be moving out to Jersey City soon, which I am very much looking f- forward to. Not looking forward to the move proper, but like having more space for the boy, and that'll be nice. Um. I'm looking forward to just like I was like we were walking down some of the streets while we were checking out in the neighborhood. And I was like, oh, it's, oh, it's quiet. I hate that. I love that now, but I guess. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's really quiet. Um, but so that's uh, I, I would say like the worst, uh, my like worst New York City moment wasn't even something that happened to me. I watched a woman get kicked in the head by a uh, subway dancer. Like one of those guys, like it's yeah, showtime. It's showtime. Yeah, baby. she got kicked in the head. <laughs> like it is like there's no coming back from that. And like the best part, not the. I mean, there's obviously no best part of it. She was fine. I will. Okay, care. she was fine. It was like not. It wasn't like a. It was more. He wasn't putting the force on the leg. Like he was doing like one of those spins around the pole. Sure. Yeah. So like it was more of a like a glancing an blow. aggressive graze. Sure. But still. Yeah. Still uh, got to the head. <laughs> the best part was like someone was like, as like that happened and they weren't great. And then like that one guy was like, all right, guys. So like, and, and everyone just went, and some guy just went, no, you guys are done. <laughs> like you, no. <laughs> and everyone's just like, yeah, you got, you, everyone's fine. We're, you know. No harm, no foul. It's fine. But we're all going to go our separate ways, but you guys need to stop stop showtiming. Okay, you've lost your privileges. Please and thank you, no. Um, my best New York story. Oh, okay. My best New York story, and this is, this is where I fully became a full-on New Yorker. Okay. Um, because I really, really cried on the streets of New York because of this, but in a good way. Uh, I was walking out of the 23rd Street stop on the F train. Oh, my... I'm not joking. Okay. Is your is your story there too? Well, no. I, not the one I was going to tell as a good one, but my cry story in the city is on the 23rd Street stop of the F train. That's where it started. It's There's something about that station, right? Because it's kind of in the middle of like, you don't expect an F train to be there. It's kind of like, it feels a little bit like New York Narnia a little bit. Yeah. It's a weird one. Uh, but I was walking out Holy and crap. It, I was getting Holy off the crap. F train on 23rd Street and that was back when they were shooting Billy in the street. Oh yeah. Remember the, the show Billy in the street. Billy in the street. Yeah, my, my anytime you see Billy on, on the that. street, he is mostly on 23rd Street. Uh, cuz I, I guess there's well, he's there's, not around the Flatiron building a lot. Yes. Yeah. Which is on 23rd Street. Mm-hmm. Um he's like around um 
I guess her studio is near there or something. And it's also just, it is a, it is a busy pedestrian place that you get actual New Yorkers and not tourists. True. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I, I think 23rd street is like the Times square for actual New Yorkers. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like if you need to go, like yeah. if you need to go to target yeah. or you need to go to like a store, you go to yeah. 23rd street. Yeah. You don't go to, you don't go to Times square. Yeah. Um, even 34th street, is like too touristy. Mm-hmm. Um, 23rd Street, getting off the station, Billy on the Street is taping. Uh, They're clearly, for people who have ever watched Billy on the Street, they're taping with Big Bird that day. Oh! It's the Big Bird episode. Okay. I walk off the subway, walk up the stairs, and I see see Billy Eichner, who's getting mic'd up, and I see all their... It's not uncommon to see them. I've seen them many times. Um, And... Uh, I clearly see someone getting suited up in a big yellow <clears throat> feather getup. Right. And I go, oh my god, it's Big Bird. I'm like, and I I love Sesame Street. I love like you know that you know the the I always tell Kimberly I was like if you ever want to surprise me on a late night television show you know how like they surprised Adam Scott with uh, with when Mark Hamill came Mark out? Hamill came yes. on and it was, he was all of us and it was yes, great because Mark Hamill is yeah I'm like if you ever want to make like good TV of me losing my absolute mind on national television just have Big Bird surprise me because I will lose it I love Big Bird <laughs> he's my sweet sweet boy he's so kind and nice and I love Big Bird. And I walked by and I was like, oh my God, they're setting up Big Bird. That's so fun. Oh, he's going to be on Billy on the Street? That's hilarious. What a great idea. <clears throat> but like they're getting a suit up and, I, and I'm just walking by and I'm like, how often is this going to happen? And so I just, and, I, and I, I'm not usually a person to like point out or say hi or do anything to anyone. Right. Like if they're anybody, it's not my style. I like to give people their space because I would want mine. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, in, in New York specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New York yeah. is about, fa- like, famous people like New York because a lot of New Yorkers don't give a crap. Um, we know, thanks, bye. Yeah. yeah, we're moving, just, yeah. we're just going. Yeah. No, yeah, everyone's, everyone's busy here. We got stuff to do. Yeah, we all got stuff to do. Cool, it's you. Okay, great. That's yeah, neat. Yeah, yeah. And the people that do show up are like, hey, your work means a lot to me. Great, I'm going to give you your space. See ya. Like, it's awesome. Uh, Keanu Reeves can ride the subway in New York. Uh, anyways, uh, I love that picture. Um, yes, it, yeah, it's it's cool. Um, I'm walking by Big Bird, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna shoot my shot. And I just, as I'm walking by, I just, I wave, and the, the Big Bird is like getting suited up. Their back is to me, and I just say, "Hi, Big Bird." And I guess I thought I just, just I just thought it would be fun to say hi to Big Bird. Yeah, I I assume they were getting suited up or whatever. I didn't realize they were like good to go. And I say, hi, Big Bird. And Big Bird turns around, like, full turn, like, the head and everything, like, and and just goes, hi. And I and I go, hi, Big Bird. And I immediately start crying. <laughs> and, I, and I just bolt. Oh, and you ran? Oh, I just had to go. Oh. I, was, I was like, oh, Big Bird's in front of me. I love this city. This is a, what a wonderful place. We're making our dreams come true, buddy. Big Bird said, hi, you. <laughs> just like on the corner of like 23rd and, and uh, 7th. Just like. Oh, wow. Uh, like right outside the Graves Papaya. Yes. Like, <laughs> Big Bird said hi to me. We're doing it, buddy. We got this. You got this. Believe in yourself, New York City. Ah! <laughs> like, cry so hard. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I have like the positive version of like crying in New York. I oh, guess. yeah. Mine's I got broken up with. <laughs> Are you crying? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's, that's, that's so nice. That's so nice. And also, I'm remembering what happened to me at 2013. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, a girl I thought it was after the like my second big breakup. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is the girl I'm supposed to. Oh, because in my head, my story was always like, okay. This is I'm always this the next person I date is probably gonna be the one I end up with. Yeah, and uh, that's it just math. It's just yeah, that's how yeah. I, I figured I mean, out my story. That's it's, gonna be, it's gonna be the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and she had like all the things like this is great, like this is amazing. She's fantastic, and then like she totally like played me a little bit, and then like broke up with me, and I was just so not in a clear headspace and not like Team Adam at that point. Yeah, that I was like, oh, I did. I should have seen this coming. I didn't. I am destroyed. Oh. And I was, I should have been ready, and I was not, and I got, I was wrecked. So I had to walk from that station. Like, I don't know, my brain stopped working, because like, I don't know what to do right now, except cry. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I had to walk from there. I was like, I'm just going to walk over to the 34th Street A, because it's the fastest way home. So I just walked, bawling, <laughs> in, New, in New York City. Uh, oh, that's like the same walk yeah. that I took. It was it was rough. The only person that accosted me then the whole time was a Greenpeace person. I was like, do you, have a t- do you have a moment for the rainforest? And I was like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I I have never experienced um a, a, a talking with a Greenpeace person is one of the most rudest social like uh, New York interactions I've ever had. They were so pushy. Yeah, and I was just like, and to to the point where. To the point where, and this is me talking here. This is Jay Schmidt. I I really try to be as nice and as kind and as positive as I can be. Mm-hmm. Like I like it. It turned to like a swearing match. Really, with this Greenpeace dude. Holy crap! Oh yeah, and I started it. Oh. I, <laughs> at least the swearing part. He just was so pushy that I was just like, I yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was really. Um, that's one thing. I here's the thing. New York gets a gets a ba- gets a bad rap. I think mm-hmm. undeservedly so. Because yeah. like New Yorkers can be New Yorkers can come across, and this is someone I'm from the Midwest. So to Midwesterners, like the East Coast vibe can come across as very grating and kind of rude. Um, uh, the thing about New York is that like they just don't they do not suffer fools in any capacity mm-hmm. and if you if you are doing something if you are doing something wrong or doing something stupid in new york you are going to be informed of that fact but more often than not in new york it's like hey idiot don't do this again like i want but it's there is an under if you really look there's an underlying of like i'm trying to teach you how to do this right like hey Dust yourself back off. You got this. You know what I mean? There's like a spirit to it. But also, like, if if you are New Yorkers also will not suffer fools in the other. Like, if if they see someone else behaving badly to someone, they will stop it. Like, New Yorkers do not screw around. And so, and there's like, a, and it's not from an aloofness. Like, New Yorkers really give a crap. They're like, do you know what it takes to keep this place afloat? We all have to be on the same team here. There's a social contract of the city that is never stated, but you kind of pick you up. feel it. Yes. That's how the city works. There's a social contract here. It's like, yeah, when you get to the bodega, you need to know your order. And we're going to ask for it quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's not because 
And it's not because we don't like you. It's that we are trying to make sure we everyone can get their thing. Yeah. It is more being courteous to the person behind you in line. Yeah. It comes across as very rude. <laughs> <laughs> There's no time for... Huh. I'm like, no, dude. No, dude. America runs on Duncan. Let's go. Like, this is not... You should have looked at the menu online. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so f- I haven't given my positive one yet. Oh yeah, I guess not. So there's there's a there's a bunch of positive ones of like having like really good shows and like having that. Like, yeah, of course. Know, th- that's all great and stuff. I think one of like the best going one, out though, and drinking after killing is maybe one of the best experiences of your whole life. Mm-hmm. It's and the city is fantastic. Yeah, um, killing in a stand-up capacity, not murdering. Yes, just want to be clear. Uh, but I think the probably one of the best ones, top ones, is the the first time I kissed Amanda was oh. coming back from a show. But we were in Long Island City, so we had to go under the river to get back to the island. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, okay, if we're, and it's like 1030 coming from Long Island City back into Manhattan. Yeah, it was like, on the 7 train. Yeah. yeah. In all likelihood, the train's going to be empty. If the train's empty, if we get in the car that's empty, all right, we're kissing. Totally kissing. Oh, that's nice. And we got on. No one was in the car. Oh, that's magic. So we had our, fir- our first kiss under the East River. I love the 7 train. Yeah. It was really, really nice. Yeah, my first apartment in New York was off the seven train, and I really had a lot of affection for it. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. All right, we got to fix Thor. Huh? We got. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, man. Got to fix Thor. Who? Yeah, that was that was a that was a spicy one. I liked. Good it. job, Brian. I liked it. Yeah, Brian's coming up with the heat. Yeah, he's really. <laughs> it wasn't quite magicians, but it was close. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Don't get us started on magicians Don't get again. Us on the look. <laughs> Really, man, it's made me laugh like all week. I was like, that is the most buck wild thing to put in there, and I love it. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about magicians? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> I've got some man, opinions. Man, I'm going to be that old man. I'm like, like, Grandpa has something to say about everything. It's like, yep, he got paid to do that for a while. Uh, oh, all right, Thor 2, The Dark World. Um, for Before we hop into this thing proper, I think we should get an actual formal education on it. and Ooh, uh, defer to education. Our, are I I am afraid to bring up his name because I don't know what's going on energy wise over there, uh, but our know. wonderful producer Brian. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> our wonderful producer Brian in his segment. Yeah, it's smoke. Brian, roll that beautiful bean fun fact footage. Thank you, gentlemen. Producer Brian here. And today we're trying to fix 2013's MCU entry, Thor, The Dark World. Directed by Alan Taylor and written by Christopher L. Yost, Christopher Marcus, and Stephen McFeely, it stars Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Tom Hiddleston, Rene Russo, and more. It cost $272.1 million to make and made $644.8 million at the box office. Here's some fun bean facts about Thor, The Dark World. Originally, Patty Jenkins was supposed to direct, but exited due to creative differences. This rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, including Natalie Portman. The movie had multiple rewrites and reshoots to, among other things, include more Loki and not kill him. And if you care, this movie, which people rank very low on the MCU scale, has a 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. Personally, I think this movie starts off really strong, but... When it loses the interesting Sif Jane Thor thread, it just becomes a forgettable action buddy movie that has a bad, bad guy, and I think it becomes pretty meh. Anyway, back to you, gentlemen. Hope you can fix it. Thank you, Brian. Sorry that Adam hates you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about this guy. (laughs) 
Um, oh boy, yeah this this movie. Um, well, before we get into the movie, Jack, uh, you just really bummed me out. I know. Uh, why don't you give everybody the plot drop? What's in the plot? It's the plot drop. So everyone knows why it bums you out. Okay. All right. That was pretty good. No, Shut up. No, I'm just. It was more your transition from doing the face of that announcer into being normal. Adam was just kind of fun to watch. Oh, I was there? It. I did. Uh, yeah, well, my face nice. changed. It's very subtle. It's very oh, small. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, I, for everyone watching on YouTube, I'm, saw not, it. I'm not sure if they got it, but um, oh, it was that subtle, huh? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's because I know you. Um, <laughs> okay, Thor two, the Dark World. <clears throat> it's not called Thor two. It's just Thor, the Dark World. I know, but it feels like uh, it should have been um, there. Okay, so <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, so uh, back on Earth, uh, Jane. Uh, what's her Jane? Darcy. No, 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 no. I know Darcy. Jane. Oh. Uh, Jane Foster. Foster. Yeah. Uh, Jane Foster is uh, on a date with some dude and gets a call about uh, some kind of anomaly and goes to investigate it. Uh, there has been a flashback about uh, Odin telling us about uh, the Dark Elves, things that have never been mentioned before and are told that were very important, and they're defeated by all of the Asgardians and completely destroyed. And they have uh, taken... It was the first. It was the convergence five thousand years ago when the dark elves were trying to use a thing called the ether to uh, darken the entire all of existence because they wanted to. You know, you know how you just want to. That's how things happen. Yeah, because man. You want to, Jay. Um, and uh, the dark elves are defeated, seemingly, and the ether is taken and hidden by the Asgardians. Uh, Jane uh, Foster and Darcy go to investigate an anomaly they find on some kind of system, uh, and they accidentally stumble upon the ether. Uh, the ether is absorbed into Jane's body, um, and uh, Thor goes down to investigate what's been going on with the ether and finds Jane and takes her back to Asgard. Uh, the ether being activated awakens the surviving dark elves because reasons, and they realize that they've been asleep so long that the next convergence is coming up soon. So isn't that lucky? Isn't that isn't that convenient? Uh, so the dark elves uh, invade Asgard, and they send in uh, uh, one of their henchmen as a prisoner who activates uh, a bloodstone or something. something yeah some stone that gave them abilities i don't know why they all don't do that because that seemed like it was pretty cool it totally worked uh they never mention his name really at all or he's just a weird pig minotaur i think the mask fused to his face sure whatever sure man whatever ah. he unlocks uh he destroys the portal or the the uh the force field to asgard and uh the dark elves invade uh, eventually trying to get to Jane to steal the ether. And in the process of that, uh, they kill Frigga, the mom. Uh, you know, a character that we're told is very important and been because she's important. Um, and they, and we're told, and they have a relationship with her sons because we're told that, um, she had one scene between them in this movie. Yes. And it was with Loki. Uh, Loki has been imprisoned, uh, and, uh, Underneath Asgard, after his uh, actions in the first uh, uh, in the first Avengers movie, uh, and uh, Thor and his dad have a fight because uh, they want he wants the elves to come to them 
because they have they have secured the ether and they know where the elves are going to be. But Thor wants to take it off planet because to save Asgardian lives, and they get into it. Thor, with the help of the Warriors Three, gets the uh, and, and Loki S- and Sif. Sif isn't Sif one of the Warriors Three? She's not. Oh, well, she. I mean, she's cool. She's and, awesome. Yeah, more Sif, please. Uh, yeah, Lady Sif and the Warriors Three help help Thor and Loki, who are working together in a, uh, you know begrudgingly to avenge their to mom. avenge their mom to get Jane off planet. Um, they uh, uh, are tracked down by Malakith, the bad elf guy, played by the tenth Doctor or the ninth Doctor. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Oof. Mm, watch yourself. I know. Um, and they double cross him uh, into. Basically, they they set up a situation where he removes the ether from Jane safely, so they save Jane, um, and then tr- attempt to destroy the ether. It does not destroy, and Malkeith takes it. He goes to Earth because that's where the convergence can affect everything somehow. And Thor fights him and kills him and stops it. And the ether goes to the Collector, and he rem- he remedies his relationship with his father, and but. And then it turns out that it's actually Loki, which they never actually explain. No, off screen, it Loki replaces Odin. Yeah, we never talk about Odin entering like the sleep. We do not. It's just Loki. It's just Loki. Yeah. And then that was a plot line that just fizzled in the third movie. Yeah, just to get to just to get to yeah. the events of Ragnarok. I, 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 Ragnarok was so good. It was that I think it for me it retconned to. Not, me remembering two a little bit better. Sure. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, there's some cool stuff here. I guess they set it up well. No, mm-hmm. not really. They didn't. Um, they did not. They did not. They did not. Yeah, that's that's Thor the Dark World, really, in a nutshell. It's not... Like, I understand why people have this at the bottom of a lot of their lists of MCU movies. I do like this movie. Yeah. I like this. It's not a good movie. I I, I aggressively don't like this movie. I act, I love Act 3. I love the, I love the fight. The fight through the worlds. Oh, the fight is incredible. It's, I'm it, not it arguing that It is a great act three. I, it, there's, a, there's enough little humor bits on it. The, the Jane and Darcy using the uh, the pylons or whatever they've created to mess with uh, physics and stuff in certain pockets. It's all great. I really like it. But man, leading up to that, it's story-wise, it's a decent story. They just didn't give the right time to Frigga. No. At all. Who no. was... Who plays such an important part in both Loki and Thor's lives yes. that she has one scene in this movie. With each of them. But it's really just the one scene. Yeah. With Loki. And it's really good. And it's too short. Yeah. And then in the next scene that she's really in, she dies. Uh-huh. And she's supposed to be a badass. And she doesn't get to be a badass. And they just kill her. Yeah. Yeah, it it's sucks. really it they fridge really, her. Let's be they, real. They they fridge her. They fridge her. Yeah, and it sucks. Especially seeing how when it, moving forward all the way into the Loki series, like that first episode, yeah, when they're showing Avengers time or, or I guess when I say like 2012 Loki who escapes, you know, yeah. with, the, with the Tesseract. Like, hey, this was that first life that you just bamfed out of. This is what happened, and it, it's his mom dying that makes Tom Hiddleston crack yeah. and cry in that scene. That was a powerful, that was a very, very good scene. Yeah. Of getting Loki from Avengers to like kind of 
fast forward his character arc to something close to where he was at the yeah. in, in Endgame. Uh-huh. Um, but it was his mom dying. That was the thing. That was the big thing that helped. Yeah. And she got one scene in the movie. Yeah. And that's it. Huh? It's bad, man. I, that part was bad. I, I still enjoy the movie, but that I they can just, for, I can I can ugh. get past that stuff, honestly. Really? For me, what really doesn't work about this movie, um, I think you have done a really nice job of of world building what the dark elves look like and how they operate. Sure. And their ships and stuff are cool. You have not you basically just you basically just dropped these bad guys in our lap that all kind of look the same and I don't care about them. Like Malakif, his, uh, I mean, we need like a lot of bad guys, bad guys work when you understand what they're trying to do. Yes. And I don't understand. And the movie did not explain to me why really Malakith is trying to kind of like darken the universe other than that's what bad guys do. Yep. You're right. I just uh, we don't we don't spend any time with his character. Nope. He is evil for evil's sake. Yep. It's just not. I I would be really fascinated. I I thought their all of their designs and their world building was yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. And I think we had an opportunity to like. And it, and I think this with Asgard as well, but Asgard's also gone. But like, I I just feel like these are the. Like two things, like the, the they could have existed further in the MCU. Yes, but they are. It's literally like it is. They're a disposable bad guy. It's well, the MCU has done a, a disservice to Thor's wedge of the universe. Yes, there are in the comics. It started strong. Oh yeah, in the comics, Asgard, the Nine Realms, Thor's piece of the pie like it's vast and vibrant and there's so many amazing things that happen there that can affect all of the mcu Mm -hmm. it's great but they don't use any of it in the mcu they move asgard to oklahoma and it sounds stupid yeah but but it's actually great yeah there's some you know i didn't read the end of these things i didn't read like fear itself but like you know, six other hammers show up. And like, oh, that's cool. There's a Thor core at some point. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of really interesting. There was, you know, like there were multiple Thors in universe at one time. Like, yo, this is crazy because like Thor, Hammer, uh, Muljilners from like other universes show up, and so like, like yo, there is a lot going on with Thor. There's barely anything going on with Thor in the movies, yeah. and it sucks because Malekith is one of like the major players. In Thor's world, he's a he's a massive bad guy. Yeah, and wow, they just yeah, I know he's just evil. He's got a couple of scenes, and that's it. That's it. We don't know why the Dark Elves are doing any of it. No, none of it. We just want to make everything dark. Oh, because they oh, and the the video at the beginning, they were here before the universe ex- started. Yeah, and and they were using an Infinity Stone. Before, but wait, wait, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. None of this, wait, wait, that's not how this all works. What? This is, okay. Also, even though they showed some action over the VO, it's like, but you're starting with a VO. Usually that's pretty bad. Yeah. And it's like, because you're just trying to give us information it quickly. It can be great. But you got to figure out the right device. But you got, yeah. And it was just a. And the narrator's got to be right. Like. Yes. And it was just, 
It was just Odin telling us stuff. Yeah, and we for no. Who, why was he telling? Why was he telling us this? We don't know. We just he's just telling us stuff. Yeah. Movie starts like um mm-hmm. uh oh uh oh. <sighs> yeah, it's frustrating. I still enjoyed the movie, but it was, it was fr- from a story perspective, it's frustrating. And also, we were talking about this before. There's no theme to this film. There's no theme. This movie. This is the a story is that just Thor, happens. The theme is Thor movie. Yeah. Yeah. What, what why? If, what? Are, why are we telling the story? And that's actually my, that is actually a large that goes into a large amount of my fix is that I want to attack and because I think I think there is an overarching theme of the Thor narrative and the Asgard narrative that I think the MCU has kind of blown past. Yes. Uh, that I I want to attach this movie to, and yes. I want to. I feel like this movie can be used to set the tone, mm-hmm. because I mean I'll talk about it in my fix. Sure, but I I, I feel like yeah I, I think if you just give this movie a thematic voice, you fix a lot of the problems. Yes, because it's like I don't. What? Why are Malekith and Thor fighting? Uh huh. Yeah. Why? Like what's. But also in in yeah. a, in any story with like a quote unquote hero and a quote unquote villain, what are what what are what is the villain teaching the hero and vice versa? Mm-hmm. Like, what are they actually fighting over? But then, what's the ideological thing that like is actually going to right? How is Thor different after this movie? It's my same complaint with uh, the fourth movie. Yeah, Thor is the exact same. Thor is the same. Mm-hmm. I guess he's a, a, like he wants to leave and go be with Jane. So there's that. I'll give him that. Well, the the, the movie of the, this, they tried to make this kind of like a little bit of a rom, not a rom com, but like a romantic action film. Yeah, but it, it didn't. I, it, but that also was wrong. Are you watching this movie? I fully understand why Natalie Portman wanted to bail. Well, I, I think she has no agency. I'm sure that Brian probably brought it up in his thing, but like, yeah, she did not have a good time on this film. No. Like, there's a reason why she didn't show up in three. Yeah, because, like, no. And they really had to work hard to, like, get her into the fourth one. Because, like, yeah, she was like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm done. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. She had an Infinity Stone inside of her the entire, you know, for most of the second act. And she was just, ah, oh, I'm, oh, oh, I got the black lung, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 She doesn't. Oh, this is the quantum field scanner. We got, we got these two. Like, yeah. okay, that's cool. That's really cool. But, like, that's. She's just sick. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not great. It's fr- it's frustrating. That being said, there are still some really really good character moments in this movie. Thor and Loki are really good. Thor and his dad are really good. The scene with Frigga and Loki are really good. Yeah. Thor and Loki at the end when Thor when Loki, <laughs> and di- the when Loki dies. The art direction is great. Yeah. Like as I, if anything, I would like I. They needed to give. They never gave Asgard the Wakanda treatment, and I think we could have gotten that when they were doing like the quantum field generator and like scanning her. I was like, this is awesome. I want more of this. Yeah. Like I want to know more. I want to see the alien tech that's not quite alien. Mm-hmm. Like that's really fun. But they just don't really. They don't really embrace that ever. Nope. And now Asgard's gone, so yep. the opportunity is past us. But. Hell, even the Dark Elves, I was like, yeah, they're tech rules. I was like, their ships are cool as hell. They are really cool. I was like, hell yeah. I was like, this is great. But also, like, I don't... They're they're basically putties. Like, they, dude, when they get out of the ship, they basically could just be going... Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> well... I ruined well, it. You I ruined, ruined it, it for you, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, no, because because you're... Yeah, you're so right. They should just yeah, have a Z they, on their chest. Yeah, I don't know why they're having such a hard time defeating these these the dark elves. You just punch them in like the thing in their chest, and they turn back to goo. Oh, damn it! 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're super right. They have little, they have court of owl masks on, and it's just like yeah, yeah they just make them completely nameless. Yeah, they're just a bunch of putties. Yeah, yeah, they're fighting because what else is there to do? Oh my god, crap! Which can be a fun energy from a villain's perspective. Sure, if you, if you choose it. Yeah, but you got it. You got You know what? You got to earn your faceless goons. That would be. F- I would be fine with with the Malekith we got if there was at one point he was like, "Why are you doing this?" And he's like, "I don't know." Because why not? It's like, oh, sh- okay. Oh, you're you're the devil. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. But he's not. He's not from Muspelheim. No, he's he from just... Startleheim, I believe. Whatever. And Muspelheim is the the sure is hell in the Nine Realms. Jay, I played a lot of God of War since yeah. this movie came out. So, like, I got a lot of yeah, Norse stuff in my head, which yeah. really helped me with this fix. Because, like, wait a second. Kratos and um, Atreus did a lot of really cool stuff uh, in those games. Like, oh, wait, I got, I've got Norse mythology in my brain. Let's go. Yeah, let's let's do this. There's yeah. some stuff we could do here. And they just did it. <laughs> All right, I think we got to fix this. We got to go. We got to fix this. I, I believe, am going first. You are going first. So, Adam, fix it. Fix it. I will, Jay. Okay, so we were talking about themes. So, uh, I'm going to lead with my theme here. This is my thesis statement. My, my, my themesis statement? Whatever, that was dumb. Um, so, the first movie was about... Thor figuring out he was worthy for the hammer, making mistakes and like on his journey to like, you know what? No, I am worthy of this. I'm going to pick up my hammer and defend earth and like stop Loki from, you know, doing the stuff. Great. He became worthy of the hammer again. Yeah. Great theme. That was, that was fantastic. The first movie is, is, is good. The third movie also had a theme of Thor coming into his zone of like, no, 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 your father's gone. You, you need to figure out to be the leader. Yeah. You need to take over. So he's like, okay, great. I'm going to lead Asgard now. Grant, granted, he leads them for two weeks before Thanos shows up. Uh, I think this second film needs to be that bridge between him becoming worthy of the hammer again and like truly embracing it. Yep, it's time for me to lead. Yeah. So this is him figuring out that eventually he's going to lead. He's going to be king. Yeah. He needs to figure out how to be king of Asgard. Okay. So that's like, like he's big- worthy of the hammer. And then it's like, and then the now third he needs to be worthy of the throne. Yes, worthy of the throne. And then the third one is like, okay, I do have to take this throne now because he doesn't want to. Like at the end, but he will still like, you know what? I okay, great, I am worthy now, but like I don't want it. Yeah. Well, well, it's the third movie is where the rubber meets the road of actually leading. Yes. That like yes. you know being king doesn't necessarily make you a leader. Like right. And yeah, yeah. He's forced by Hela and his father dying to be like, no, no, I now have to. Yeah. Okay. I will now that journey to like, yep, I'm not the, I'm not a God of hammers. I'm the God of lightning. Let's go. So this is, he's going to figure out how to be a leader that's, in this movie. It's a great moment. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause the music, then the right, the correct music starts playing. Yeah. God, man. I didn't know why they didn't play that in infinity war. Anyways. God, can you imagine? Yes, I can because people have done it. And I was like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Oh, awesome. You could have even made it diegetic. You could have you could have had like Peter Quill, like because uh, was he there? No, no, he was not. He was on the uh, he was on Titan. Um, you could have had Rocket with just like a, a cassette mm-hmm. being like, before we go, like we yeah. should probably play the right music. Or thunder. 
Yeah, I know. It's good, man. Yes. Ooh, let's get like, oh, let's get him. <laughs> Oof, I just gave myself goosebumps. I know, all right? It's just good. Anyway, and also, Malachi's going to have a reason for doing all this stuff. Yeah. Because yes. he needs a reason. Okay, here we go. Act one. We're going to start the same way with a VO of explaining what the Dark Elves are, but it's not Odin, it's Frigga. Oh. And she is telling a bedtime story. You and I had a very similar start. To, I, like, I like where... To yeah. Thor, young Thor and Loki. Yeah. And, like, she's going to tell them how what their father, you know, their grandfather did to defeat the Dark Elves. And she's going to give, like, the version of the story we see in the movie, like, the Dark Elves were really bad and they wanted to darken all of the, all of the realms. They didn't show up before existence. They're not using something before existence. I mean, they can allude to the Affinity Stone, but, like, yeah. they were part of the Nine Realms. Yeah. But Frigga's going to tell the bedtime story version of what the Dark Elves did, right? Basically what we got in the movie. Uh, and then we're going to smash cut to, you know, and then, they, of course, we can see, like, Wait, baby Thor and Loki kind of, like, you know, being brothers. And so they, they can be kind of playfully joshing a little bit yeah. and stuff and having little, little quips here and there as the kids. Like, seeing little versions of themselves that will grow into later into adults, you know, or thousands, you know, people who are thousands of years old and still, you know, poking at each other. Smash cut from Frigga being a good mom telling a bedtime story to Thor returning from, with Loki right after the event of the Avengers. Same basic stuff. Yeah. Uh, Thor takes Loki to his cell. And this time... After Loki gets locked into a cell, uh, we're going to see a glamour pop up, and Frigga's going to be there because she wasn't there in the throne room. Yeah, it's going the same scene within the throne room with Odin being like, "The only reason why you're not dying is because of your mother." Uh, and rah, 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 she stayed my hand. Blah blah blah. So we're going to we're going to get a scene between Frigga and Loki. Right, we're going to get that scene that he get happens somewhere by around like thirty five minutes. Yeah, now of like her being a good mom and cutting through Loki's bullshit. Yeah, because he's all bluster, and I was like, "Why did you do the thing?" And she's like, "No, I am your mother. I am so sorry that we lied to you, but nothing we did was out of spite. Yeah, like we we weren't cruel. We were not cruel to you. <clears throat> we were. We love you. You don't need to do this because Thor has been saying that you know the whole time. But like yeah. we've never seen this is Frigga's gonna step up and be a great mom. Yeah, yeah. So we need to see this." Now it is a really nice. It's a really good scene, and Tom Hiddleston is going to act the crap out of this thing. Yeah, he's going to be like, "But you're going to see his armor crack in a little bit." Because nope, ha Um. So meanwhile, back in the throne room, Odin is, is telling Thor, "Like, hey, uh, the nine realms are in turmoil. Everything's going wrong. I need you to go out there and bring peace to the nine realms." So, which is what happened in the movie, but we just get that decent fight scene. Yeah. At random, at random realm with one of the guys from the comics, which is fine. Which is totally it's a fun sequence. Which is totally fine. The Warriors Three is there. Sips kicking ass. Everyone's doing. It's a it's a fine scene. The problem is there wasn't enough of a Thor bringing peace to the nine realms. So in lieu of that little fight scene, we're going to have Thor go around the nine realms and like we're just going to montage him bringing peace and. The, this is and this is really important for later in the film because we're going to as he goes to each realm we're going to be like hey this is the name of the realm and who lives here so gotcha. like Muspelheim you know is this is where like hell lives or uh, or yeah hell h e l and you know some you know the fire giants or whatever like and then Starfellhelm which is where the dark elves were and like the the other realms oh, they have Alfheim there's like a bunch of different realms the dwarves lives there the the, the the light elves live somewhere you know all we just see that we're going to see we got to see the nine realms we got to see them we got to see them we got to know their names even though yeah. we're not going to remember all of them cuz it's kind of weird <laughs> and you know who lives where so meanwhile he's going to pass by earth and be like well everything's great here cuz we just cleaned up everything cuz we're you know decently after end game or I'm sorry uh, Avengers but while we're on Midgard 
Uh, we're going to stick and we're going to stay on Midgard as he passes through. And we're going to go with Jane. Jane, Darcy, and Selvig are working for S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. Selvig did not just go into the wind. Yeah. He was at the tower. He built the thing. S.H.I.E.L.D.'s going to let him just go? Are you insane? No. no. That's just dumb. Yeah. He should have been with S.H.I.E.L.D. the whole time. There's no way S.H.I.E.L.D. Maria's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's fine. Just let him just let him blow in the wind and do whatever and run around. Uh, he's an asset. Yes. Regardless we, we, of yes, where. Yes, we keep him yeah. in. <laughs> come on, man. But the same stuff's happening. They're in S.H.I.E.L.D. They're like, hey, something's going on. Their readings are going on. Like, something is happening with the realms. Like, they're, the, all the stuff they were doing in the first movie that kind of helped in, with Selvig do stuff in Avengers is now like, hey, everyone got taken out of protective uh, custody because of what happened because, like, where's Jane? Like, yeah. oh, she's safe. We got her. We're hidden somewhere. Hey, she's out of uh, protective custody. Like, now she's helping us figure out because here's the thing. Somebody from Asgard just attacked Earth. Uh, Again, twice yeah. inside of like a uh -huh. year. We need to figure out what's where, going on with them. Yeah, what's going on with them? Where's Asgard? And can we get there? They can easily travel to us, uh, but there's threats yeah. coming from Asgard. That makes sense, so actually. We need to figure out how to mitigate this. It's a pretty reasonable cause and effect. Yeah, so they are using that team to try to figure out how to get there and be able to be like, hey, you know what? You're not the only ones, all right? Us people on Midgard are pretty awesome too and can do some stuff. So, um, the, everyone's bringing peace. Jane's doing the thing, and while they're doing, uh, while they're working with Shield, um, the, uh, Jane can do the same thing of, um, you know, finding a portal and find. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. The last stop on Thor's uh, bringing peace to the Nine Realms is he stops in Starhelheim, which is where the the, the Dark World. Where the where yeah. the where Frigga's story took place at the beginning of the movie, yeah, and they're going we're going to stop and have a scene here with Thor and Sif and the Warriors Three and like kind of like looking at all the the damage of the battle that happened that his grandfather wrought on these people, yeah, and have a moment of just like oh my mom told me about this place and like God, this all this destruction and death and chaos like wasn't worth it. Did we bring peace to these people? I mean, not here anymore. This is just, like, they have an actual, like, they think about the ramifications of action from yeah. the past. And so I have a moment, and then as, we, as they're talking and they're, as they're leaving, uh, more as, you know, bifrosted up, uh, we kind of pan back, and we see in the wreckage, they were being watched by a crap ton of dark elves. They are clearly not all gone, but we're going to stay on Starfelheim, and we're going to follow these dark elves as they go back and report to Malekith of... Yeah. Uh, Thor Odinson was just here. He was like, oh, that makes sense. It's been 5,000 years. The next convergence is, is upon us. Uh, and while, but while that's happening, meanwhile on Earth, Jane's, and, you know, finds the portal, whatever, accidentally walks into a portal. And that portal takes her to Asgard. Oh, cool. But not just anywhere in Asgard. It takes her to the vault. Oh, shit. And in the vault, as they said in the big, that the after credit scene uh, with Sif and the other uh, Ray Stevenson, yeah, R.I.P. Because I was like, oh, and when I saw him in this movie, he's like, oh, it's you, Balo, but crap, you're yeah, so it sucks. I, I it sucks. I became a fan of you after you're gone. Damn it, man, you're awesome. I want his saber so bad. Um, as they mentioned in that scene with the collector, I was like, we shouldn't have two Infinity Stones in the same place. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, you could protect this. He's like, yes, now I have one. Five to go. Ha ha. But like. I'm going to say that in this version of events, they didn't know they had an Infinity Stone in the vaults because Bor, Odin's father, 
is the one that took the Aether away from the yes. Dark Realms, but he hit it in some pocket dimension. Nah, that's dumb. That's just that's convenient. Like, no, no, he hid it in the vault in something that no one had any idea was in. Yeah, he kept it secret from everybody. Even Odin, he Odin didn't even know it was there. So, but when they brought the Tesseract into the vault, because that's where it is, mm-hmm. it started to, to react with the Aether. And so when Jane pops in, it's moments after they put the Tesseract in. Or, or, or maybe it's a little, well, you know, time-wise, maybe it's a little later. But anyways, you see the Tesseract. She's like, oh, the Tesseract. Wait a second. Wasn't that the thing from that Selvig was messing with? And then all of a sudden, she sees something on the other side of the vault, like, glowing, that, like, no one else has really noticed yet. And she's like, of course. And she's going, what's this? Aether! Oh, no! Flash back over to Malekith, like, oh, the Aether just awoken. Oh, and it's on Asgard. Well, that makes sense. Okay. Well, we've been planning for this. We've been, we have been planning for 5,000 years. Yeah. We have to go to Asgard. And, and it works out because the convergence is happening. Fantastic. The alarms go off in the, in the vault. Everyone's like, oh, we have an intruder. We have an intruder. Jane's like, I got ethered. Ah, no. Uh, and guards show up and she bodies these guards. Not like gets touched and then like shockwave. Oh, no. Uh, like, no. Boom, boom. Whoa. Like, whoa. That's because isn't that the, is that the reality stone she's got? The red one. Was that reality? It's reality stone. Oh yeah, because when he can, it can change the reality of all the the realms. So yes, oh that's right, because that's when they. I remember the scene from Infinity War when he's yes, Thor, uh, Thanos is messing with people. Yeah. Um, she's not going to use reality powers. Let's just say she's just super strong, or just some type of. We can see a little bit of that, but like Jane bodies these people. She's got powers now. Yeah. Because he's uh no no Jane's got powers, and so more guards come. She's like whoa 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 I'm really sorry I'm not I hi I'm Jane Foster friend of Thor uh is he here. Thor Odin's son? I'm just looking at Hi, sorry. They bring her in front of Odin. And Odin's like super pissed because he did not know his father hid an infinity yeah. stone in the vaults because he wouldn't have put the Tesseract down there. Uh, so Odin's about to be like, you know, sentence her or whatever. And Frigga's like, whoa, that is Thor's friend. How about no? Thor yeah. is out and about. He's going to be back soon. I'll, let me just take her. And now we're going to get a nice, really awesome scene between Frigga and Jane. And it's like, your girlfriend meeting your mom for the first time. And they're going to have a scene. And it's really nice. And they're talking. And they're kind of, you know, snipping about Thor a little bit. But, like, clearly they both really care about him. Mm-hmm. And it's really nice for Frigga to, like, meet somebody that Thor really cares about. And it's really cool. And then uh, Thor comes back from his uh, bringing peace to the Nine Realms. Finds out Jane's here. It's like, where is she? It's like, oh, she's with your mom. <gasps> like, it's, you actually see, see Thor a little like, oh, oh, no. Uh, yeah. And race over to try to uh, to intercept them. And as we enter that scene, uh, we hear Frigga talking to Jane about. We, did he tell you about the uh, enchantment on the hammer? It's like, yeah, she won't never shut up about it. I guess he's telling it to you wrong. I'm sure he said it was like for. Uh, uh, what was it? I wrote it down uh, to make sure I get this right because I had to look it up. Because it's important. Because it's that's important. What the challenge was? Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> bu- 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 okay. Uh, we yes. forgot to tell it. Remind everyone. We forgot to that. tell everybody. I gotta. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, for, if you guys. Yes. <laughs> My challenge for this uh, episode, or, or yeah, was to make sure that to lay the seeds for Jane picking up uh, Mew Mew in the fourth movie. Yeah. So Frigus says, "Oh yeah." So he he's probably told you that the enchantment was wrong. Uh, he probably says like whoever, uh, uh, whoever, whoever holds this hammer, may he be worthy. It's not he, it's they. Like, yeah. do you think he was the first? Because we'll see that in the third movie. Because Hell had it first, right? Yes. So it's actually they, and that's when Thor walks in. And is like, mother, 
sir, uh, Jane, what are you doing? And then, you know, ex explanation. I'm, I'm, I'm something in the vault and then the thing. And now I was like, I got powers now. This is crazy. What's going on? Ah. Uh, and so flashback over. Uh, we're going to get Malekith through the same basic plot of like, hey, yeah. guy, don't really know. Use the stone. Go get captured. Go do the thing. Explosion. Like this. All, sure. all that stuff happens. That stuff was cool. That stuff was cool. In this version of events, though, he frees Loki. Ah. Uh. So, every all that stuff happens. Big fight scene on Asgard. It's more than just... It's I think it's a little bit more... Because it's a little bit more people invading the palace than the ships flying through, which is cool and all. But yeah. we, I need more people actually fighting in the throne room and fighting throughout uh, Asgard. Not just the, the jails, but like actually like Dark Elves you know, sure. getting in and like scrambling around or whatever. And eventually, we're going to get to the part where we're in, a throne, we're in the throne room. And... Uh, Malekith is monologuing about how this is why I'm doing this. From the beginning of the Nine Realms, we've been persecuted because we we're Dark Elves, because we live in the darkness. Yeah. There has never been equality. Everyone's been persecution. Never, everyone never gave us, the, uh, gave us a chance. We were just evil because we're from the shadows. How dare you? Yeah. This is why we're fighting for equality. You don't give it to us? Then we're gonna just take it. We have to take it. We have to take it. What you, else? You what, get, you've, you've left us, us no, no choice. choice. Yep. There's no other choice. Yeah. You won't let us into the light. We're gonna make it all dark. Yeah. How dare you? I was like, oh, well, oh, maybe a second. Maybe just that kind of. Hmm. Maybe that's uh, a, yeah. maybe that's a point. Yeah. Oops. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe we're the stormtroopers. Oh shoot. Oh crap! Did we? Uh oh. Oh. So now that he has a reason why he's doing all this. Uh, he wants Jane to, like, you know, g give me the ether. But Jane's, like, not just, oh. She's, like, come get some. Like, because yeah. she's empowered. Thor's, like, please don't. Like, no, we don't know. No, we yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. like, no, no, no. I'm, like, like you're worth. Uh, oh, and Frigga says, like, you're actually, you know, you're worthy of my son. He's actually worthy of you. Like, she said, like, it's very nice. Like, yeah. I, I approve of Jane Foster. You guys are very worth, are, are worth each other. Um, so Jane is not going to go without a fight. And, you know, and yeah. we have Odin somewhere else dealing with other stuff, right? Just because the fight's happening all over Asgard, specifically to kind of, like, make everybody do other things. Um, so in order to try to get Thor to give uh, Jane to Malekith, he's going to kill Frigga. Yeah. And it, when that happens, uh, Loki is going to come out of his uh, <laughs> invisibility and attack Malekith. Gotcha. And he'll be able to stab him, but, like, he's going to get knocked off. It's not going to be a kill shot. And so Malika goes to kill Loki, and Frigga jumps in front of him. Yeah. Takes a shot, not a, not a lethal shot, not lethal, but he grabs Frigga and turns to Loki, and Thor is like, you need to, you're going to give me Jane, or I'm going to kill your mom. And they bounce. You have one, you know, like, you have a day, or I'm going to kill your mom. Okay. So, same basic plot line now of... But adding a little bit more... Yes. It's not just a... It's not just... We're not fridging her. We're not fridging her. She sat, She jumped in the way because she loves Loki. That is my son. You will not harm him. Yeah. So they have the same argument with Odin. He's like, this is the worst call I've ever had to make. I love Frigga. She is my wife. And this is you know, the, good, the good version of that relationship. A lot yeah. of time they don't have a great relationship. No, this, they have a good relationship. But he chooses to, like, all of the realms are at risk. You can't give him Jane. We'll figure out a way of getting this uh, the aether out of her, yeah. but you can't. You can't. Yeah. But same basic thing happens. Thor and Loki and the Warriors Three and Sif figure out a way. Like, no, we got to go save my mom. We're gonna go save my mom. I I understand where my dad's coming from, but absolutely not. 
Yeah. My, you, I will not sacrifice my mom for the realms. I'm sorry. I just will not. So they all, you know, the same basic thing. Everyone gets out, scoots over back over to the dark world to do the fight. Same basic fight happens, right? They're, they can trick. They can, Jane fights a little bit more. Um, but eventually Thor is going to get knocked aside. Jane's trying to fight. And she's, you know, even though she's not a fighter, she's got an infinity stone in her. Yeah. So like she's doing okay. It's, it's like, look, if Gwyneth Paltrow with extremists can get stuff done. <laughs> True. Do not make Jane just like, uh, uh, I got the red She lung. literally <laughs> does that. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's not, we're not exaggerating it. So at a certain point, Thor is going to get, you know, the, the big guy with the big hulking bad guy who had that stone or whatever uh, in him, the main mall. Rah, 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 rah. Um, it's going to pin Thor down, like start pounding on him, uh, knocks Jane aside and knocks him by the hammer, who's just kind of the uh, uh-huh. just sitting there. And just out of ch- sheer just instinct, Jane reaches for the hammer. Okay. And in that moment, the bad guy takes, picks up Thor and just throws Thor at Jane. It knocks into her, and we see the hammer fall over as they tumble away into the dirt. Hell yeah. Uh, the fight kind of continues as basically as normal. Uh, they attempt to kill Frigga. She's badass and does badass things, uh, but eventually, like, Loki is able to kill the bad guy. Um, but Malekith is about to kill Loki. Yeah. And once again, Frigga jumps in the way and is like, you will not touch my son, and she gets a kill shot, which enrages Thor. Thor burns his face. That's where we get the face. Yeah. And Loki launches himself. Like, Loki loses it, launches himself at Malekith, and also dies. Gotcha. Dies. Um, but th- we have but we have moments here of Loki now being he- it, it, there mm-hmm. when his mom dies. Yeah. So, like, the, 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 truly the one person that, like, he really, really cared about. Yes, that absolutely. we've now seen multiple uh, scenes through the movie. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston's going to... F- freaking act the crap out of the scene and like lose it yeah and t- launch himself at Malekith in a way we've never seen Loki like act before granted this is like the, the third movie he's in <laughs> but like oh no he's gonna die the Thor's gonna it's like oh no my brother my brother is it's gonna be like ah it's so sad um but then basically the, the rest of the movie happens as it normally does yeah here's the big difference though in act three okay um you know what? And you're right about how why do they go to Earth? It, it, it should have been on Starfleheim, but doesn't matter. it doesn't really matter. Let's just go back to Earth. But this time, as we are fight, as we're playing with portals and falling through stuff, yeah, um, we're going to go to all the places we saw in Act One. Yeah, when yeah. Thor was you know bringing peace to the realms, Absolutely. and he's the fight's going to be in front of all the denizens of the nine realms. He's inadvertently bringing peace to the realm. Yes, yeah. this time we can see Thor. You're not just bringing peace to each realm, but like fighting for all of the realms and everyone gets to see it. Yeah. The fight continues on. Uh, Darcy and Jane and Selvig are doing cool things with the physics of, you know, crushing dark, dark elves and doing fun, some fun stuff. And it's, but at, at the end of the fight, it doesn't happen at the base of the, of the, uh, the base of the ship, which is okay, I guess. But like, they're going to fall through a portal and they're going to be on Yggdrasil. Oh, okay. The actual tree that branches out that holds all the nine realms because it's the convergence of all the if all the realms are lined up, it's like, the tree. It's the tree. They're fighting on the tree, and all the realms can see them fighting on the tree. And this is the moment when Thor, because Malchus is empowered by the the Infinity Stone, is like, you know what? We don't have to do this. You have a point. You were persecuted. Yeah, we could <coughs> just talk. 
and we'll figure this out. You've gone, you've done, you've killed my mom. You need to be punished. But like, I can save your people. Yeah. Let me save your people. Thor uses Takno Jitsu and everyone sees him stand up for the Dark Elves. Yeah. Malekith is like, uh, no. How about no? How about, I've, it's, it's been 5,000 years. I don't care about that anymore. This is, you all need to pay for what you've done to my people. Yeah. They're able to, you know, pull the Aether out of him like they do in the movie. But this time, Thor's going to knock him off the tree. Oh, okay. Ah, kind of like what Red yeah. did. Oh, no. Just, so I mean, he's still I mean around. Yeah, oh, and cool. like kind of what Loki did. Like, oh, I fell off the boy for, oh, no, I fell off the boy for, oh, no. Yeah. So uh, Jane is, is no longer has the Infinity Stone in her. Malekith fallen off the tree. He's just in the void. All the realms saw Thor stand up for the Dark Elves and bring peace to fight for all of them. Yeah. And every, he's like, okay, you know what? Thor is, you know, has learned that he is worthy of leading because his father's like, you're going to have to, I don't want to. And again, like in, um, the whole, the same thing with Loki can happen because like he died. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I'm cause with his mom's death, that was it. That mm-hmm. was the last, clearly Odin doesn't care. Thor is, Thor is taking like, but I, you know, yeah. you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to take this from him because what else do I have anymore? My mom's gone. Yeah. So he's going to take the throne. Yeah. So at least it stops in the same place, uh-huh. but now they have that much tighter connection and that would, even play further into uh, Loki's uh, first season of a show with you know him, his past self seeing his mom die in front of him. Hell yeah! So yeah, fighting on Yggdrasil. All the realms are there, man. Yeah, the, show us some Norse stuff. Yeah, I want to see more. So yeah, that's it. All right, Jay, your turn. Fix it. Okay. Um, oh, also, just as a reminder, Jay has to put in. Uh, beta ray bill into this fix and i kind of just leaned into it Um, awesome and i think it actually i think it actually works and i think a large amount of the issues that i've had with thor writ large Mm -hmm. are i i think there there's just the as much as ragnarok is really fun and it's a breath of fresh air because the series was really super serious for a long time it was very super serial yeah um there's no the, the the thematic. There's no thematic through line of the Thor storyline. Sure. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, yes. Whereas I think a lot of the other like a lot of the other ones like really don't always succeed, but at least try. Yes. You know, like Iron Man is like always he's he is always trying to like the the, the through line is he realize he is trying to be a one man army and realizes that he needs allies. He's dealing with his demons. He's he, like, he is atoning for his past self. Yes. And through the journey of uh, trying to do all of that himself, he realizes that he is only just one iron man. Mm-hmm. Like captain America is, is like, is basically like uh, the, the, I would say the through line is like, he is just like fighting for his like, family writ large mm-hmm. and like trying to get back what he had, but then realizing he can never have what he had. Right. And like, you know, guardians is all about family. Yep. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say guardians is probably thematically the strongest. I think, yes. and I think this plays into what inevitably happens with Thor is that I think the theme of asylum and home and okay. home not necessarily being where you're born. Okay. It should be kind of 
uh, the 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 through line of because it's the whole concept of him being quote unquote fish out of water, and that's like the comedic mind of the first movie. Yes, and another like, yeah. Um, so I am opening my Thor movie. Uh, similarly to uh, Thor the Dark World is opening uh, very similarly with we're getting told the story of uh, the Dark Elves. Sure. Uh, but what the difference being is that uh, the the realm of the Dark Elves, mm-hmm. like they had taken, like, was, was slowly being destroyed a la Krypton. And oh, so they were invading okay. other realms in order to like establish a new home world for the dark elves. And so that's why like they would need to blot out the sun or whatever the light source is on ah, these other planets. I see. They're trying to terraform another realm. Yes. And we see um we we see the dark elves kind of invading other realms and other planets and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um and specifically uh, what we see in this opening and this final battle doesn't take place in the Dark Elves realm. Um, it takes place uh, on the uh, the planet of Corbin. And the Dark Elves are invading the Corbinite planet uh-huh. in order to establish a, uh, a safe refuge. A for safe refu- mm-hmm. refuge. And it, like they blot out the sun, it works, but they inevitably end up destroying that planet as well. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, it's uh, it, it's uh, the the what, what's his name? Bor Bor the father. Like, yes, Bor is Odin's uh, father. Yes, he opens up a. We see also in this flashback he basically accepting a lot of these other alien races to be refugees in Asgard. Sure, and like using his magic to expand Asgard and refugees. Oh, okay, great. We also see um, his son Odin not being happy with that. Oh, and we see o- like Odin is okay. like Odin was vehemently against these decisions sure. until, until uh, and would fight constantly with his father until he he married uh, the young uh, Frigga mm-hmm. and she softened his heart. And so we see like like Asgard is kind of also like a, a gr- like more of like a kind of hodgepodge of. Uh, of different alien races and things like that. Sure. Um, but we find out that cut away from this flashback, we see that, um, and the way we kind of get that information about Odin and Frigga mm-hmm. is uh, it is Odin and Frigga walking a, a young Thor and a young Loki um, to school. Oh, oh, that's adorable. And they're okay. like, I don't know why we need to go to school. Like, we we can we're we're royalty, and he's and Freak is like, it's very important to me that like that you if you are going to lead this place, yeah. you need to understand the people that live here. To Asgard Public all, School, and, yes. And, and Odin's like, and Odin's <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know about all some of these. And she's like, he, they need to understand all of the people here, and like kind of corrects him on that. And we see. Um, um, we see like Thor running up and uh, seeing all of his friends and Loki kind of hanging back and yeah. Thor trying to get Loki to come play, mm-hmm. but he kind of won't. Um, I like the idea that like Loki's kind of an outcast, but there's kind of part of Loki's personality that he kind of wants. He kind of likes it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like, cause you know, sometimes people like are isolated and I'm like, it's like the old uh, Jackie Cation bit when she was like, I wouldn't have a lot of friends as a kid. And then one day uh, we had to pick partners in gym class and uh, I didn't have a partner. And my gym teacher was like, you don't, hey, why don't you have a partner? And she was like, I don't have any friends. And the gym teacher changed my life when she said, well, are you friendly? 
<laughs> she was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm not. <laughs> oh, oh, this is a two-way street. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, uh, but we see a young Corbinite uh, kind of like be being very, very good friends with Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, so... Uh, cut to uh, we get uh, you know the Marvel cinematic you know yeah. all the Marvel stuff comes up we get um, the opening um, credits yep. and we kind of get like I think I like the idea of like we kind of spend time in Asgard but we kind of expand like I think the opening credits should be like what it's like to like find find refuge in Asgard yeah like going through all their processes of like being like all the Asgardian paperwork and like so like Asgardian immigration <laughs> yes yes Asgardian immigration okay yes. great um and I really love the idea that uh, we cut to uh, it's uh, Thor. The narrator then becomes Thor, and mm-hmm. he is uh, – they're establishing that he has been – that the Nine Realms have been in chaos ever since Loki did what he did. Yep. And so he has been establishing peace with um, – uh, The Warriors 3. With the Warriors 3, Lady Sif, as well as his – Corbinite buddy who he affectionately he's like I can't pronounce your name I'm just gonna call you Bill yeah because <laughs> he's like I don't I've really tried to learn your language it's really really hard I think there's parts of my body that I need to make the sounds that I don't have <laughs> okay. so I'm gonna we call we so we so all they call are like him best Bill. buds Josh yeah, yeah 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 I call he calls me Bill because he can't say my name he's like look I think you have gills or something I don't I don't have those I can't say it your mouth shape is completely yeah. different than mine I, it's, yeah, it I like yeah. the idea that like he has become like the he has become the brother that he wishes he had with Loki. And if anything, that's kind of driven their friend, like that's driven Uh Thor and Loki even farther apart. Mm -hmm. Um, So they are establishing peace uh, on the nine realms. Uh, uh, Oh, also uh, forgive me. Uh, We, they, when we are doing the ether. Yes. And we are, uh, we're, we are not being coy about it basically being the reality stone. Yes. They were a little coy until the end of the movie, where it's yeah. like, oh, this is a reality it stone. Is, we're just yeah. calling it the reality stone, because like Malekith was like using it to... He was changing the reality of that realm to not have a son. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I do. Very good. Like, well, Very good. You know, yep. And it's like the that's convergence... Just, just cut through it. Yep. The convergence is coming up, so that's an all, another reason why... Um, uh, they are uh, they are fighting on an old uh, burnt out Corvinite. Oh, Corvinite, excuse me. Um, you know, it's funny. There's uh, as I did research about Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. There's so much about like the naming convention and some of the some of the aspects of it that are so incredibly silly, but they're but it works. Yeah. It like kind of it's. I was like, this is stupid, but I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. They that's are, that's they, comics, man. They are fighting uh, on a burnt out uh, uh, Corvinite. And, uh, you know, there have been, like, bandits and stuff that are, like, taking refuge on that planet because sure. it's burned out. Sure, makes sense, yes. Yeah. Um, and they eventually stumble upon the ether. where Because Boar hid it on Corbinite because they were like, they're, you know, oh. no one's going to come here anymore because it's destroyed. Makes sense. And we've basically, like, we have gotten rid of, uh, we have gotten, basically gotten rid of the Dark Elves. Mm-hmm. They're pretty much extinct now, so... They're not. No one's going to come looking here. And if they do, then you know we'll know. Um, they accidentally access the ether, mm-hmm. 
which uh, sets off. I love the idea. Like, they should have explained it better, but I like the idea of the ether becoming activated again. Mm -hmm. And as they're like trying to get it out of there and get it back to Asgard to put it in the safe, because they're like, this is, we got to have this in the. Yeah, we can't put this out. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't safe here. Um, uh, The uh, Dark Elves manifest. or, or like awaken. There's sure. a sensor, um, and I like the idea that they're just kind of it's Malekith and what what is left of the Dark Elves mm-hmm. um, in uh, uh, in orbit. Uh, they come down, realize that the the ether is still here, oh, yeah. which they mm-hmm. didn't realize, right. and uh, Malekith and the Dark Elves attempt to try to take it from Thor and Bid and Bill. Um, through that whole fight, mm-hmm. um, it gets to a point where they realize that uh, Thor and um, uh, and Bill realize that they just need to get this out of here. They right. can't win this fight. Mm-hmm. Too many of them. There's too many of them. How are there this many dark elves still? Yeah, there shouldn't be any. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, we've had a lot of time to repopulate. Um, we got we're just yeah. in hiding. We got busy. Um, what else are we gonna do for five thousand years? Yeah, just wait and. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Thor is talking to Heimdall. Yeah. And Heimdall's like, I cannot open the, like, I can't, I can't send you to Asgard with this many, with this many enemies around. Makes sense. Like, this is like what you have, like, uh, this, like, this is going to be an unstable rift because of the, because you have the ether. Okay. This, I can't send you to Asgard because this might go catastrophically wrong. Sure. Okay. Um, and he's like, I, uh, yeah, realm travel is still wonky since Loki broke the Bifrost. Yeah, yeah, um, and he's like, I, well, I could probably take it to Earth. I have allies there that could probably keep this safe. You go to Midgard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, we could go to Midgard, and uh, and Heimdall's like, I don't think that's a good idea either. But like, it's better. Like, we can't, we can't better here. Yeah, yeah. we can't, we cannot. Like, uh, <clears throat> we cannot leave like Asgard open. Like, we maintain the peace of the realms. Like, this is too important. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, where do you want to go on Earth? And Thor's like, I, 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 don't, know the, I don't know the exact place. Uh, uh, like, y- just search my heart. You know where I want to go. Uh-oh. And Heimdall search. Like, he's like, okay. okay. Uh, he opens up uh, a portal, and we see a Selvig, Darcy, and Jane Foster who are, like, who are doing experiments about uh, the Convergence. Right. We learn a little bit more about their understanding mm-hmm. of the Convergence. And uh, the the Bifrost, like, beams wow. down. Yeah. Um, and Bill, the Ether, and Thor tumble out. Uh, and Darcy's like, you're an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's like, yeah. <laughs> Good Darcy, excuse me. <laughs> and, and Thor's like, I'm technically an alien, too. It's like, yeah, but you look, I mean, I, but, uh, like, yeah. And, <laughs> But the problem is, is that Heimdall was right. Like the Bifrost is corrupted, and so uh, there are, um, like, it stays open. It stays like shooting open down, enough, and we yeah. get like Malekith tumbles out as well. Oh no! Um, and then there is a fight bet- between the three of them continuing, and then uh, the ether, um, uh, the ether basically busts open, mm-hmm. and uh, in the process of uh, basically, like Malkith, like he, um, in the process of trying to get absorb uh, the ether, right? Um, while uh, he is, uh, Bill stops that transference, mm-hmm. uh, but accidentally uh, knocks uh, the ether into Jane. Makes sense. 
Um, and Malekith is like pissed, but then Thor like it basically knocks him back into the Bifrost, and it's like Heimdall like you need to turn it off. Yeah, he's like I think I get cook, and then sends him back. They send him back to a, a burnt out Corbinite. Um, they're like, oh crap, and Heimdall's like, well, now that hmm. now that it's in Jane, I could probably, I mean, it's contained. It's contained. Mm. <sighs> well. I don't think your father's going to be very happy yep. about this. And then that they the, the three of them, he has to convince Jane to come back to mm-hmm. Asgard because she's not safe. And she's not thrilled about it. She's uh, not thrilled about going? No. She was like, you just left, dude. Yeah. How, how was I supposed to know you were keeping peace in the Nine Realms? How was I supposed to know? I'm sorry. What? Yeah. There's a thing called email. Yeah. They're bipping and they're bapping. Could have called me. Um, it's 2014, man. Come on now. Uh, and we, we get back to a, a very pissed off Odin. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the, he understands that, um, he was like, this wasn't, this was, this was so far away from protocol. Like someone needs to be punished for this. Um, and it, and eventually, um, he, he, he was like, I can't have both of my sons in prison right now. That doesn't look great. <laughs> yes, yeah. So That's Bill, a good call, so yeah. Bill has to go to the. Oh no! Bill has to go to the. Has to like he goes into the dungeon. His cell is right next to Loki's. Um, and okay. so we get kind of uh, a pretty long conversation. Between, yeah, like between the two of them, and we kind of explore, like, you know, you're the brother that my. Uh, you Thor like, always you, wanted. Yeah, the Thor always wanted. And, he, and like Beta Ray Bill the whole time. I like the idea of him being like so chill and kind of like really like. Yes, he's because he, he's he is a the solid most, dude. He is a solid dude. Beta Ray Bill is a solid dude. And he's like, yeah, but you're the brother he has. Like, do you know how many times like your brother talks about you? And he has like the best stories about you. Your mm-hmm. brother loves you. You just need to be able to accept it. But like you also keep behaving in a way that makes it really difficult for mm-hmm. him to love you. Mm-hmm. Like This is a two-way street. He's like, and he, but here's the funny thing is that like, and I think that the, the summation of it is that like Beta Ray Bill is like, the difference is, is that if I hurt you in any way, I don't think th- like Thor would, Thor would never talk to me again. If you hurt me, Thor, th- Thor would still figure out a way to love you. Wow. That's the difference. Wow. Okay. That's a, wow. Like, you know, it's. And, and they, we also explain, we also get into the, like the fact, and I think that they're, they can kind of be the full, like the foil to each other. Mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. neither of us really belong here. Yeah. Like, but belonging is, belonging is what you make of it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, I don't technically belong here, but like, I've chosen to make Asgard my home and defend Asgard. Yeah. Like belonging is your choice. You know? <laughs> I think I just think there's a lot there's a really interesting foil with this yes. character and Loki. Oh, that's I think great. it's really fun. Yeah. Um and I think we get all the Jane stuff and uh we get uh uh we we get a a, a circumstance where uh basically the the dark elves don't just all out attack Asgard. Mm-hmm. I think they understand what's going on in Asgard and they slowly start to infiltrate Asgard and make it look like certain races of alien refugees are like setting off terrorist attacks 
in Asgard oh. to like show dissent. Yeah, 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 yeah. And th- and Odin has like gotten to a point where he was like, uh, he's like all of the. Because Odin was already a little bit. Odin was already not on yep, board. He was not on board. And yeah, th- yeah, yeah. like Thor is arguing with him. They're all like all of them are kind of arguing with him. Uh, and uh, it gets to a point where, and Frigga is the one that eventually is like, you know, these people need to stay. Like clearly there's something going wrong. And Odin is finally like, no. Like Asgard is for Asgardians only. They've got to go. We will find them another planet. Right. It's fine. Um, and basically, uh, they, the dark elves use all of the like other alien races leaving mm-hmm. as their time, as their time to invade that because makes sense. Yeah. Asgard is too focused on like getting all of this done. <coughs> and, uh, Frigga is the one that comes down to Beta Ray Bill in the prisons and is like, we're getting like the Corbinites along the, with all the other alien races are going to have to leave. Um, I think something is wrong. Like something does, something is not adding up here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're there. I think someone is trying to get to Jane. She's not safe here. Mm-hmm. As much as Odin thinks he can protect her here, like I think the whole idea is Frigga's. Oh, um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it it gets to a point where Frigga is the one. Um, when the invasion actually starts happening, mm-hmm. uh, when she is trying to like take take Bill away mm-hmm. um, and follow the orders, uh, there's also a conversation she has with Loki at the same time. Um, but they hang a right instead of a left, and he's like, "Where are we going?" And she's like, um, "I th- you've been a, r- a huge asset to my son, and I have I get the feeling he's going to need all the help that he can get." Um, <laughs> she takes him to the vault, and Beta Ray Bill is is given, which is already in the vault, Stormbreaker. He's like, I, I, I don't think I'm I'm not worthy of that. And she was like, she was like, you know, it's interesting. I, you know, we have we can hear what you guys are saying in these cells. And she's like, it's much like you told my son Loki, like, you know, worthiness is a choice. And he <laughs> he dons. He dons Stormbreaker and then like the outfit pops up and it looks kind of Thory and he's like, I didn't, I'm not trying to cop his style. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she's like this, the hammer sees that in you. I don't know what to tell you. Um, and so uh, they, uh, they are taking basically, I think Malkeith, uh, Malkeith uh, invades and then through that fight, with Beta Ray Bill, Thor, and all of them, uh, I think the same thing similarly comes to pass. Like, Frigga is killed. Mm-hmm. Um, and Loki, who has been, like, like just knowing that she's gone, like, that's where, again, I think his turn a little bit. Yep. But also, like, Beta Ray Bill has kind of... Um, Put some cracks in his armor. Yeah. Um, and eventually, like, uh, I-, I like the idea that I'm combining certain aspects of it. I like the idea that Malkeith kills Frigga and definitely gets the ether from Jane in that circumstance. Whoa. Okay. Like, and she fights him with it, but he like, he's got tricks up his sleeve. Yes. Yeah. He's had 5,000 years for this. Um, and so I really like the idea of, uh, him realizing, uh, now that he's been to Midgard and knows how to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, he, he gets, he makes his way to Midgard to await the convergence. Sure. 
and but we get a large conversation between Malekith and Thor, and I think even Frigga while they're fighting. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Malekith is like, he's like, you took in. He was like, we were just trying to do what you guys ended up doing with everyone else. Like you took everyone in and gave a home. Mm-hmm. We were just fighting for a home. Mm-hmm. He's like, every planet we ever went to, we tried to make a deal with. And they and they sent us packing. Mm-hmm. Every place we've tried to go has turned us away. So we had to take. What else this. were we going to do? What else were we supposed to do? Were mm-hmm. we just supposed to die? Like, yeah, we've tried to make peace. Mm-hmm. We've tried to do this the right way, and everyone else that was a victim of us has been welcomed here with open arms. I mean, granted, all it took was just a little bit of pushing, and you guys kind of turned on them, but. Like for five thousand years, you guys have been a yeah. harmony of, mm-hmm. uh, of uh, have been a home for so many people except us. Uh huh. Like, and you get that like, oh yeah, oh oh, oh yeah, he's got a point. <clears throat> oh boy, he was like, all he was like, I am not. He was like, I am going to use this reality stone. I'm like, I am not here to destroy you. I am going to use this reality stone at the convergence to merely set it back the way that it was. Everyone's like, yeah. oh no. Oh. Mm-hmm. But that also like, but that comes with some yep. like free I, I think that's with fight with Frigga. She's like, I don't think you understand what that means. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much that has changed from five thousand years. years. Yeah. Like that might give you your planet back, but that will set that's that will hurt a lot of people. And he's like, I, I can't be I can I can't be concerned about that. Yeah, that's not my problem. It's not my yeah. problem. Um I'm doing this for my people. That you've scorned. Yeah. yeah, and so I think we keep... We're kind of moving into the third act here, and uh, inevitably, um, we get uh, a large fight uh, between uh, uh, Beta Ray Bill and Thor, and eventually Loki, who shows up. Uh, I think Loki is the one... Um, Loki is the one who inevitably... Uh, he get Loki shows up to mm-hmm. to cause uh um Loki shows up to trick Malakith into giving into uh he gets the ether out of Malakith basically. Right. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, the the this reality zone is probably gonna tear you apart. He's like, I'm a I'm a dead man walking, and I, I would I would rather than rot in a cell, I would love to be the one to do this for you. To mess everything up for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, this would be great. This would be great for me. You get what you want, and you get to see it. And Malkie's like, absolutely. And then Loki's like, um... <laughs> and then Loki uh, Loki tries to, like... Loki basically is like, hey, I'm gonna... I'm not doing what he wants to do, but I'm gonna go do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Thor, like, Thor's, like, appreciative, but Loki also kind of... It, it's kind of a backstab. Yes. But it kind of saves the day mm-hmm. in a true Loki way. And then I think there is inevitably a fight between Beta Ray Bill and Loki, and we get more of that dichotomy. And um, eventually, he's like, this is going to happen. Like, the convergence is is happening. This is going to happen one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And so Beta Ray Bill grabs onto Loki and basically just absorbs. <gasps> he absorbs uh, the, the, the ether out of him. And uh, uh, he... All like, and he uses it, it through the convergence. He uses the reality stone to rev, to revive Corbinite and revive the Dark Elf planet, but everything else stays the same. But he is a obl- Beta Ray Bill is obliterated through the process. 
and Thor is like, no, like he basically all of the places, all of the planets that like the pl- people need to go back to. Oh my God. Are restored. But it's not, but it's, uh, but he, tr- he does, he was like, I, I did my best. I tried to make, like, I tried to just bring everything back, but not necessarily turn everything back. Like, I think I nailed it. I think I nailed it. And he's just like, he's just disintegrating away. Um, much like, and I think that could be a foreshadowing into what happens with the snap. Cause yes. I mean, it's really the reality stone that like does the actual work. And so he's dusting and Beta Ray Bill's like, um, whoa, wow, wow, okay, uh, he was crap. like, I had, he was like, I kind of had to, like, I kind of had to, in order to make that happen, like, I kind of had to, like, the, he destroys Stormbreaker through the process. That makes sense. And he was like, I'm sorry about the, I'm sorry about Stormbreaker, and Thor's like, no, it was yours, you, it was yours to do with you what you will. Um, and so Stormbreaker, um, uh, is the, like, it empowers him to, like, change the galaxy. Is able to, yes. So the Corbinites have their planet back, the Dark Elves have their planet back, um, and uh, the ether basically is, like, like goes up into the Convergence and is gone. Um, yeah, and then Thor and, like, Malekith escapes. He's like, yep. well, I got what I wanted. Yep. Deuces. Ah, peace. Um, but not peace, because I'm Malekith. You'll see. Um, oh, right, 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 right. You'll rule the day. And there's some fun things that happen... Uh, there's some fun things that can come out of this. Um, obviously, um, I think losing Frigga softens Odin's heart. He's like, these planets are yours. Like, we will help you rebuild them if you'd like. You right. are also more than welcome to stay. Like, if you deem Asgard your home, it, it is. Because I think going forward, Asgard is inevitably destroyed. Yes. And Asgard has to find a new place to be. Mm-hmm. And so they also seek asylum. Mm-hmm. It's all about asylum. Yeah, it's all about home is where you make it. Mm-hmm. Much like how Guardians is like family is what you make it. Mm-hmm. It's like the 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 concept of home is very important. Asgard's so not I a place; it's a people. Asgard is not a place; it's a people, and it's not necessarily that doesn't necessarily. Don't you mean, come in here, in my court, and, and they quote don't, Thor it to me? <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean that it's all Asgardians. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, the rare She Hulk reference. <laughs> I, I sorry, I was I, I was I was with you. I just was more like I trying know, not sorry. to lose my thought. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's totally fine. Um, I think I th- I think that we had an opportunity in Endgame not to ha- to to have a big grouping of our heroes, mm-hmm. while also simultaneously having a big grouping of our villains yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to think that. Um, the mid credits, the mid credit sequence, or the end, uh, the mid credit sequence of this movie is not them taking the ether to because it's gone. It's they're not taking right. the ether to the collector. This is Malakith approaching the throne of Thanos, being like, "I can find, like, I am connected to the Reality Stone, and I can take you to it." And Thanos being like, "I think, I, th- I think, I think we can work out a. I, I think this can be a great opportunity mm-hmm. for both of us." And so, like, adding into, you know, Thanos' Black Army, we get, you know, Dark Elves fighting as well. Sure. Also, and if we're going to be going back to an endgame, going back to Thor 2, Mm -hmm. rather than, I really like the idea of him not going to forge Stormbreaker. Okay. I like the idea... Of him going back and borrowing it from Beta Ray. Oh. He's like, I will be back. He's like, in your time, I will be back in five seconds with this thing. 
for you, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to need this for a while. And, and we get a, like a really heartwarming scene and being like, huh, I've seen some weird stuff, bud. But this is, this okay. is This is one of the weirder ones. Yeah. And we can, and we can, and I like the idea of Beta Ray Bill almost being a foil for his mother in that moment. He's like, you know, I had, he was like, I was with your mother when she died. And like, these are the things. And, um, and he's like, yeah, hello broke my hammer. Like, I, I don't know if I'm worthy. And he's like, he's like, you know, worthiness is all about the choice, my man. And he's like, Asgard's on another place. And he's like, Asgard's a people. It's fine. Yeah. You'll always, you'll always have a home here, bud. And like, just like taps his chest. And he's like, he's like, I die, don't I? And Thor's like, yeah, <laughs> but you save the, but you save everybody. He's like. That's all I ever really wanted to do. Oh man! Oh man! Yeah, I'm crying about Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like he uses Beta Rays. Uh, I think he eventually goes and forges another one later. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you know, uh, I think. Uh, but he he uses Beta Ray's uh, hammer to kind of save the day with Thanos. That's you awesome. Know? Yeah. Um, I forgot. My post credit scene. Oh, do tell. Not to. It's not like to, a post credit. It's like an, It's like a meta post credit sequence. Yeah, I'm sorry. Podcast. Yeah, I totally forgot. I'm about, not mad about it at all. Um, so we find Malekith finally lands somewhere. We don't know where he is. He's okay, just, he's just. Yeah. It doesn't matter where he is. He's just somewhere. And Malekith is seething. Right. He just. He's. He's lost. He's in the dark. He's like. Ugh. If I couldn't, he says to himself, uh, if I couldn't uh, bend all the realms to. Uh, or like I couldn't bring uh, war to uh, the realms and yeah. to take our, our rightful place, then I will bring the the uh, I will make sure the the realms are at war. Oh, which that was not the best way of saying it, but like I'm going to lead towards at some point later in, in the MCU yeah. or the realms. Yeah, because that storyline is really good. Is Nannerboat? Yeah, it's cool. it is base. It's kind of not quite Endgame level, but like is Endgame ish. Like it's everybody on the on Earth. Like we have to fight all of the bad guys from Thor's slice of the pie. There's a lot of stuff that happens yeah. that's crazy in that storyline, uh-huh. and I would love to see like you know whoever is Iron Man at that moment getting a yeah. That's really cool. That armor and Spider Man oh, yeah. donning all the there's like there's a lot of really cool stuff from War of the Realms. Yeah. And well, because they world builded Asgard really well, it just we just didn't get to spend enough time there. Like all of like the there's no ground there's no like ground level in Asgard really. No, there isn't. They're all pretty big set pieces and big moments, but like we never like the best part of Wakanda is just seeing people living there. Yeah, like it's just yeah. There's so many shots of just like hi, I I own a bar in Wakanda. Oh, what's that like? Pretty cool. Yeah. Like, oh, it is pretty cool. I have, like that. Have you had liquor distilled through uh, uh, vibranium? Vibranium? Oh, boy. Is it? Oh, man. I think, man, Ooh, you get a vodka vibra- strained through vibranium. Ooh, it's the, the smoothest vodka. The smoothest vodka. Right? From the from Wakanda potatoes? Is that? Uh, I don't know how vodka is Wakanda made. potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda potatoes. <laughs> just hi, just Wakanda some potatoes. Far, just some farmer, like, like, hey there. Next time you go, next time you go into the grocery store and you're looking for potatoes, may I suggest Wakanda potatoes? 
<sighs> yeah, okay. I Yeah, I actually had a lot of fun kind of... I was kind of pissed at you when you gave me that. I was like, this is too hard. And I was like, no, this actually... This I I think Beta Ray Bill is actually a great character. He is. I think it could be really fun, and uh, huh. well, I mean, I don't know if you are up to date on anything in the MCU, but there was a moment that people are still talking about. I think about about a year ago or so uh, in the Thor comics, where Thor is helping Galactus because of a lot of reasons, and he's got like he's actually got good reasons why he's helping, but yeah. like everyone else doesn't really quite understand why he's doing it. And at a certain point, he scores off with Beta Ray Bill, and uh, he throws Mojilner at him, and Bill is able to do the the hella catch. Stop it! Yeah. And Thor is like, you know, telling him like, you gotta, you gotta stand down. You gotta, you know, don't, you're gonna fall. And you know, against, you know, because he's like powered by Galactus. Like, yeah, he's got a lot of power right now. He's like, I'm gonna, yeah, I can snap you to death. Yeah, and a Beta Bill has this badass science that he goes, and yet here I stand as he's just holding the hammer and keeping it from Thor. Is like everyone's like, yo, man, Beta Ray Bill. Is a bro. This Giga Chad's <laughs> yeah. holding that hammer. Kinda, yeah. It's like he's really, really awesome. I like. I kind of walked away being like, I think I'd really like Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. I was like, I think I like this character. It makes no sense. No. He's in the if, in the origin story. He's not really. He's not really related to Asgard in any way. Nope. He just like has a hammer and looks like Thor. And everyone's just like, why does that happen? They're like, I don't know. He's a chill dude. It helps man. out. Got a got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't. Isn't the only orange lantern a Corbinite as well? Oh, I don't know. Larfreeze? I don't know what... Oh, it, t- dude, that's DC. Man. That is DC, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Nope. There's a lot. <laughs> they kind of look similar, though. They do look a little he similar. Looks like a, he kind of looks like a Corbinite. They do look a little similar. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. And Corbinites look like the most advanced race of the, the pizza aliens from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They kind of look similar. Like if there's pizza aliens, pizza aliens. Yeah, I do not remember the pizza aliens. The most, I think they're in the video game. I don't even know if they're in the comic or anything. But pizza aliens, they kind of look like uh, xenomorphs, but they do look they have similar yeah. faces to. Uh, I don't know. Well, we did it, bud. We what, did do what it. What are we doing next week? <laughs> uh, it's uh, October, everybody. Ooh, spooky, spooky. scary month. So we're gonna start off the month uh, by <laughs> guys. We're gonna fix spawn. <laughs> Remember that movie? Oh, yeah, man. I've never seen it. I've only seen it once. It was not great. Oh, I not? loved the... I have issue number one. Boy, I you loved Spawn signed, man. back in the day. I don't know when I would ever see Todd McFarlane. I don't but know. Also, there's, a, there's a lot of... I mean, that they really printed the hell out of that book. Yeah. <laughs> it's in no way special. That's still <laughs> like other cool. number one. Still pretty cool, though. But like, yeah, man. Spawn is uh, still going. Yeah. And they've expanded that universe a lot. But man... That first movie was like, oh, yeah, Spawn, this is going to be so awesome. Uh, the comic's so cool. I've never and seen that. it. And it was really not. I don't it know nothing about bad. Spawn. It was a bad movie. I don't know anything about Spawn. Well, this is going to be really interesting because yeah. I know some stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I remember some of it. more stuff. Well, his real name is Al. He okay. made a deal with a, a devil, not the devil. Oh, okay. Uh, he's only got a limited amount of power. And when he uses all of his power, then his the deal is broken or is done, and he's then a denizen of hell for the rest of eternity. Huh. And but he he went back for vengeance against the guy who killed him and went after his wife. 
Huh. Yeah. There's a whole, like, it's a whole personal thing. And then, like, all these, like, angels are getting involved and, like, bad U.S. government people. Like, it's like, there's just so much stuff happening. He's got his cool ass cape and chains going everywhere. Like, there's a lot of really cool stuff with Spawn. And the rule's really cool. But, like, it, it gets so crazy. It's like, I think I'm done. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot. I'm, I'm good. Thank you. And there's different spawns throughout time. Like, there was medieval spawn and, like, lady spawn. There's, like, so many cool spawns. It's a really good idea. All right. So there's a lot out there. I'm, I'm excited to look for If you're watching this lot or listening to this live, I'll be doing uh, the live watch along on. Yeah, we can't we can't issue uh, challenges on this one. No, I don't no, know. I wouldn't be fair. We, we, don't, we don't We don't, we don't even know. We don't know enough this. to do to challenge. But yeah, on Wednesday at 8 p.m., I'll be doing this. Uh, I'll be watching this along on the Discord if you want to come join. I uh, think it's on the Max. I think it must I be. I think it's on. I would the imagine HBO so. Max. I believe it's there. But I think I think we've reached that part of the episode, my man. Um. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, hit that bell, do that YouTube that you do so well. And uh, if you're listening to this uh, just in the audio format, if you wouldn't mind, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a quick review, maybe giving us five stars. It just makes me happy. I like reading those. They're so kind. Uh, And tell your friends about the show, or we'll find you. So uh, I'll do better. Wow. Yep. Okay. (laughs) That's what I said. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Stick it with it. Yes and, yes and, Uh yes and. Uh Uh Violence. We're choosing it. Uh, (laughs) Uh, All right, guys. Uh, As we end every one of these episodes, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. It's the slow, like, what was it? Like a black hole grenade? Black hole nade. Won't you come? And wash away a thorn, <laughs> black old man. Won't you come? Won't you come? Won't you come? All right, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Batman's is just so much. It is. He's got one. Of the, he's got the best rogues gallery in all of yeah. comics. So like, it's very easy to be like. And second place is is farther back than you would think. Between it's Spider Man is in Spider Man is second. Yeah, but like, and Spider Man has a great rogues gallery. He does. It's not anywhere close to how good Batman's is. Fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. The the jump from two to one is like pretty far. Yeah. And then everything else is kind of like lumped in with behind Spider Man. Mm-hmm.